KRFM, Muskoka's local station since 2009. Locally owned and operated by Hunters Bay Radio, Inc. Comments on our broadcast are welcome. Shoot us an email at comments at muskokaradio.com. Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sportsbeat 88.7 on your dial for Wednesday, January 25th with Dave Percival and... Dan Caswell. And... Grant's here as well. You know what? I caught myself. You know what's, you know what's tough, Dano? Well, we can't I read your own little, handwriting. No, I, I have my little cheat sheet of things that I'd like to talk about today, and I'm just not really sure. Um, I can't read. I, I can't <laughs> well, read Well, you can read. Yeah, I am. I can read. But you can't, but read, I can't read my own scribbles. I don't so think anyone can read that. No, I don't think so. It's a, it would have to be go to forensics. Yes. <laughs> to be to forensics. <laughs> okay, but let's uh, let's start. We're, Grant and I were having a chat, Dan, as you came in, about the Leafs and Willie Wonderful. Yes. Not Willie Wonka. Willie Wonderful. Not Willie Styles. Not Willie. Well, Willie Styles too. But we, let's call him Willie Wonderful. You know what? Mm-hmm. The Leafs. He is having a banner year. But you know what I was thinking? They they played well against the Islanders. Mm-hmm. First period was very, very poor, uh, very lethargic coming off the Montreal game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, boy, when they stepped on the pedal, you talk about putting, putting people down, that was a fantastic effort. They ran right over top of them. Mm-hmm. But you know what I was thinking? With Willie, Willie, and, <laughs> Willie, Willie Wonderful. William Nylander had four points, <laughs> and he is leading them in scoring. He has been good now for the last couple of years. He's been really good. Mm-hmm. And he seems to have committed himself to defense, which makes him even more dangerous. But, you know, the four Leafs, the four core of the Leafs have, have all got game this year. Yes. Marner has been spectacular yes, at times. Um, John Tavares has reclaimed his hockey ability because he really was a bit woeful last year, but he's running at 20 goals already. Um, Matthews is Matthews. Yep. You don't have to worry about Austin Matthews. If, not if, at all. If, if I read another thing about the fact he's not scoring at the pace, he could, he could go off on somebody and score 70. I'm not yeah. saying he will do 100%. that. And then you've got and you've got Nylander. So your four main guys have all improved. And your goaltending is somewhat solid. Right. Yes. Samsonov 13-0-1 at home. So now, tough one tonight. The New York Rangers. The Rangers are a really, really good hockey team. Well, their they, next three are pretty tough, I would say. Yes. Because you have Ottawa on Friday when and Ottawa, they're a very pesky team. They're yeah, their record is what the record is, but they it's not an easy win to beat the Ottawa Senators. Absolutely not, because they come at the Leafs hard. Every team plays the yep. Leafs a little and tougher. Then, and then Boston after that. Oh yeah, which I which will enjoy. Yes. But you know, I was th- I was thinking. So you got Samson off thirteen zero and one. So your goaltending is much better. Yep. They still have trade deadline moves. I, understanding they're looking at Jake McCabe from the Chicago Blackhawks on defense, a great uh, heavy hockey player, and Gavrikov from Dallas are the two guys that I would like to see them land one of these guys. Yeah. But tonight is a test. The Rangers play heavy hockey. They forecheck and hit hard. Yeah. So let's see how our Leafs react to this game because they did not play well against them last time. Do no. you think uh, Simmons will be brought up this uh, evening in the lineup due to that? I think he might be. Yeah. 
If I was a betting man, I think he probably will be. I don't know, but I think he will play. Well, you don't have Revo there anymore in, in, uh, in So they're not as frightened. They're not <laughs> as frightened. Without, without Reeves. Yes. Reeves is in Minnesota, thank yes. goodness, they're all thinking. Don't have to see him. Yep. Um, before we get into what, you know, the big stuff, which is yep. NFL, I, I thought I'd share this with you guys. So Tiger Woods and McElroy are running this TGL, this company, this high-tech company. Did you know that? Nope. All right. John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Adam Scott just signed on with them. I can't wait to see what they're going to pull off. It's it's basically going to be, in 2024, it's going to be done in specified stadiums, and it's going to be high-tech, um, special design stadiums with interactive golf with them leading the charge. I have no idea what it is, but it certainly sounds like it will appeal. <laughs> get the look it'll on appeal Dan's to face. the younger people. It'll it won't appeal to sixty year old men. I know, but like, what are we talking? They're about? putting on exhibitions of interactive golf, like you know how we have the golf uh, like uh, simulators, uh, simulators and, and stuff. Yeah, it, but it's but it's going to be done in specific stadiums, which is which means it's a big big deal okay. with these guys headlining it. So you know, this is kind of a cool thing. All right, I kind of like cool sometimes. You like cool, Daniel? <laughs> I think we all like cool. I think we all like. Well, cool. I like Grant. He's cool. Yeah, he is very cool. <laughs> okay, so this is, uh, you know, this is kind of repetitive based on we talked about it, but I want to talk about Rick Tockett. Rick Tockett has come in with those Vancouver Canucks who won their first game, and Grant posed a very good question that he didn't think was a great question, and I'll ask you Grant's question. What do you think the players are like? Do the players generally rebound after a coaching move of this nature? Because Grant's right. They normally step in and play much better. They usually better win that game, the first with game with voice. the new coach. Yeah. It's usually a positive thing because they know it's on them. The players know it's all on them because you can't replace, you know, 23 players. But it's real easy to replace a coach. And it's not the first time it's happened. It's not going to be the last time it's happened. And so, you know, with Rick Tockett coming in, is it going to be different or is it still just going to be a shambles in uh, Vancouver land? Well, I would suggest to you that it's going to be a lot different because there's nothing wrong with Bruce Boudreau, but he is a talk. It's a guy you're not going to fool around with. You're not going to challenge him very often, right, based on what I know about him. And he's got a couple of malcontents you got to deal with. He's got J.T. Miller, who seems to yell at his own players on mm -hmm. the ice. That is not going to happen based on what Tockett said. Okay. Body language on the ice is something he said that you, as a pro hockey player, you've got to really, really watch yourself. Body language and how you conduct yourself in yep. the ice. Yelling at your own players. I guess he, he took out one of the rookies this year yelling and screaming at him on the ice, and he it implied that this will never happen. It's great to be energetic on the bench, but you better not exhibit poor body language on the ice, nor um, not back check if your emotions better be channeled in the right direction, was his comment. Makes nice. a heck of a pile of sense to me in life. Okay. I have so, to channel them sometimes. So, you, so you're, <laughs> you're channeling Rick Tockett to a successful turnaround of the, the Vancouver They're, they're on the road to turn it around. Yeah. That's all. I, whether they do or don't this year, it's it's a lot to ask in half a season. No, for sure. You know, so we'll see we'll see how that goes. The Raptors, the Toronto Raptors. They, what do they do here, Dan? Uh, February 9th is the trade deadline. They leave. They're in Sacramento tonight for a twelve day, seven game road trip. Are they buyers or sellers? Is my question to you at the trade deadline. This is this is the key road trip of the year on a twenty three twenty seven team. Wow. I mean, I guess it's 
if you're a seller because now you're you're uh, banking assets in in essentially whatever's coming back the other way uh, draft picks all that sort of stuff if you're if you're getting rid of certain players uh, I think Masai Ujiri has always done a fantastic job uh, navigating the Toronto Raptors so in this instance I think that he'll probably just make moves to make the team better not any better than like there's not going to be any blockbuster moves right now they don't have a team because he wouldn't risk you know future draft picks he wouldn't uh, or future prospects that are already in the loop for a run this year because it's just they're they're just that far away right right they were there they were really close before when they did when they you know brought in Kawhi Leonard but they're not even close to that no, and you know what? I was I kind of set you up on this, and you answered it the way I thought you probably would, <laughs> because I I thought we could have an argument, a, a debate. Yeah. But I agree with everything you said because they are a very average team. Yes. So you can't really blow up average. Yeah. Right. You're right. If they were abysmal, but you know, you think you're reading different papers and that that they're an abysmal squad, and they're really not. Yeah. They're a very run of the mill average squad at this point. Now I think that you're right with uh, Van Fleet. And I think that we haven't really talked about Siakam enough. Uh, Siakam would be a very, uh, very good player for a team that already like that's on that run, because he's proven that without you know the main star focus, he can be very successful. Yeah, and you know I don't want to knock him, but there's something like I don't know if he is your uh, ever going to be your marquee superstar. He's a, a, a great player, but is he? you're right. He needs complementary pieces, yeah. and he needs the the bigger complementary piece. And I think that they've done themselves a disservice that they don't have a center. They need a seven-foot blocking good center. A big man. Yeah, not a six-foot-nine dwarf. <laughs> think about that. Six-foot-nine, and yeah. you're small. Yeah. You're, sm- you're a small forward at six-eight. But, but you know what I mean. You no, need no, the no, guy absolutely. to defend rim protector and all that stuff. Yep. So maybe maybe there will be a minor deal made for something like that. But Ujiri has never been like a, a a big man fan. You know what I mean? Like no, he, he we, isn't. We've he, had them come and go, but it's never been like it's never been. You know, they don't open up the coffers for the big man. And obviously, the reason they're not winning the games they were is their defense has deteriorated, which yeah. we talked about last show. No. Now, I've been excited for this for, with you. I really oh. have because now I, I really need to know what is going to happen this weekend with the NFL. I, I need to know. Okay. <laughs> and you're the guy that's going to tell us. <laughs> this, is a big, this is a big weekend. It's a fantastic weekend. All right. Well, why don't we start off with the Cincinnati Bengals and Kansas City Chiefs Sunday at – well, no, that's, that's your light game. But let's start with it. 6.30 Sunday. Yeah, at Arrowhead. At Arrowhead. What do, who do you like? And I'm not going to change my opinion. Just to be, you know, just to play devil's advocate. I like them both <laughs> a lot. I'll tell you I what like I think. I like that answer. Yeah, do you like that? I like that answer. I like them both. Yeah. Okay, I, here's what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to be an extremely tight game. The Bengals are playing really, really well. Yep. Mahomes does have a, when I hear high ankle sprain, but he's okay, I don't buy that for a second. Those are serious little things that hamper you, okay? Yep. I think it's going to be a tight, tight game. And I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to pull this out. They were there last year. Yes. And I think it's going to be that's your game. It's going to be a tremendously close game. Would be my would be my belief. 
Now, I, you're gonna, you said Arrowhead like Arrowhead, like you know well, that they're at home, so that that's well, that, what you like. Casey's at home, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a big deal in, in the NFL, right? Uh, but I mean, it's it's almost a pick'em uh, game, anyways. And surprisingly, Bengals are favored by one and a half on the road. There you go. So, not because you've said that you like the Bengals. And not because that Grant likes the Bengals, and not because Jeff Carter likes the Bengals, but I'm taking the Bengals. I love it. Yeah, no, but that's right. So four Bengals, yes. no Chiefs, but it's going to be a super. It's going to be a super close game. I know it does the Bengals and the Chiefs, yeah. but it's going to be a very, very good game and a tight game. So now we we head down to uh, the 49ers and Eagles. Now this yeah. is the, who do you like in this, Dan? Because Again, the Eagles have been very dominant. What I really like about both these games, the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship, is they're really like almost pick 'em spreads because this one's two and a half for the Eagles at home, and so I mean, just right there, you, you know that going into it, the anticipation is a close game. Right. Right. And the anticipation is it's not going to be a great big upset if the 49ers win. It's not going to be a big upset if the Philadelphia Eagles lose. But what I like, I don't, you know, I, I, I hear your voice in my head right now, Percy, talking about that's that. a frightening. Yeah, I know. You, like, I can't stop hearing your voice about Brock Purdy. And he's, you know, he's a pretty good football player, but. I don't think he's going to be able to bring it in the NFC Championship game. I kind of agree and with that. And I like too. the Eagles. Well, you've got two banged-up running backs. Did you know that McCaffrey and the, the other running back are both uh, fighting injury? And that's a problem because yeah. I think they've got to run the ball. The Eagles have been good all year. They have. Jalen Hurts has been real good. Correct. And I like your logic going head-to-head. I, not that there's been anything wrong with no. the way he's played at no, all. No, but he but starts – This is tough. He's been the last – Two games he started really slow, and he really was unimpressive last year, putting up only 19 points. And Philadelphia have the crowd. What is it about the Philadelphia people? They have the most rabid sports fans in the world. They make Buffalo look like, uh, you know, good Samaritans. They yes. like they really do. They are. They're rabid. Yes. And that and that will make ferocious fans. Ferocious, vicious, viscous, viscous and that will and that will make a big difference. Yes, there's where your home your home team. uh, So we have we've we've kind of nailed this down today. Well, you wanted to know, and I asked, and you found out, and I found out Cincinnati and the Eagles in two tight games. I would think. Now, I don't know how tight they're going to be. Like we we don't have to we don't have to go down that road. They could they could easily be blowout games. Okay, but I don't want to I don't want to pigeonhole to either one of us into a tight game. But they're just Vegas is saying that it should be. Well, a I'm close drawing call. on your expertise, and you kind of went a little wayward on me yeah. there, saying, "Well, we just well, here's the way I think it's going to play out." I'd I love to pigeon, see. Pigeon I would myself. love to see Joe Burrows just annihilate the Chiefs. I know, and we like Burrow. I would love because of his calm. Yep. Tom Brady used to have calm like that. Now no, he's, he's not erratic. As, he's, yeah, now in he's his old as, age. Yeah, he's going to become erratic. But yeah. but it's calm is big at this level. Yeah. And well, I mean, there's a lot of things with Josh Allen. I mean, now we're going to pivot to Josh Allen and kind of beat up on the Buffalo Bills because we got some time. Okay, where do they go from this? This is a problem. Well, they got to rain. They have to rein in Josh Allen. That's what they have to do right away. He's too emotional out there, and he, you know, he's uh, he'll be yelling at his team. He'll be yelling at the refs, yelling at coaches, like if things aren't going his way, where he's just got to step up 
and make those changes himself to go the right way. What? He's the he's like he is the captain of the team. He's the quarterback. He's their leader. That's how football works. Okay. okay. And so he's he you know you got to lead with you know with a, with confidence. And when he's acting up like that, you know that trickles down. Okay, so you've got to that leads us to another topic with with him. Tell me something. He is the leader and the captain of the team. Agreed yes. completely. So what is the deal with Stefan Diggs? Where he figures that he has spent all year yelling and screaming at him when the ball hasn't come his way. He yelled and screamed at him again with on the bench. Plus, he left the locker room before everybody else and didn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. And, you know, you're a great player, but you don't need that uh, piece of work around much longer. Like, he accepts Diggs doing that, but... It doesn't have a good, uh, but that's, a good, a good look for sure. But that's what I'm talking about, right? If if you got one player, uh, Josh Allen, who's doing you know stuff like that, well, then it's okay for everyone to do it, right? Right. Okay. Good. So yeah. all right. And I mean, Diggs is one of the best receivers in the NFL. Don't get me wrong, and he should get the ball. But you know, you talked about. You know, body language with the Vancouver Canucks with JT, like that body language when you're shaking your head going back to the huddle or, you know, you're looking at your quarterback and shrugging your arms while you, you know, that you're wide open. Right. That's what I, that's what I mean. But I mean, they're just coming unraveled. Like they have an exceptionally good team in Buffalo. Yes, they do. But there's, uh, there's a lot of pieces that need to be adjusted for them to win a Super Bowl. And it certainly became very obvious after this Cincinnati game. Now... I guess, like, could they be the most disappointing team in sports history? Oh, I, 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 I or, don't. Or, careful now. Careful. Now, careful. Now, now, I don't want to talk about this again. I don't think so, <laughs> as of yet. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I don't oh, think geez. they're there. I know you're going back to the Scott Norwood days and missed field goals. And Four in a row. Back. Yeah. Four Super Bowls in a row. Well, they're, they're trading in the right direction. And now they have a team that, you know, could win a Super Bowl. Was the favorite to win in the Super Bowl. At the beginning of the year, and they get ousted, essentially in the first round. Well, read between we don't the lines. we don't count the wild card games as the first round. Read between the lines on what I'm going to say. I I will <laughs> talk to me in end of April. We'll see after the NHL playoffs over who is going to like anoint the, and take that crown. Like the first round, better not wow. be. We'll talk that, about that. Well, well, yeah. well, Grant. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We can't even go down that road. I mean, he's right. bigger than I am, but I I'll, I got your back on this one. Percy. Thanks. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll double him. We'll yeah. team him. All right, so uh, Junior C Hockey, Otters. Now, we're, we're going to touch on this right now because we have Kyle the Monster Nelson in on Friday. Yep. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Monster that. Radio. It's all Monster Radio. He leaves next. He leaves early uh, next week, so it was very, very good of him to, to, to fit us in before you know he what? heads it off to Vegas. It always is good of him, yeah. we appreciate that very much. So we got two winnable games and two games that they need to win after uh, a good win in Midland. They've got Innisville, who uh, who they have played quite well all year, and are, they are a better squad than Innisville, and they're a better squad than Caledon. They have to take the, the big bus trip down to Caledon on Sunday. Better be a four-pointer. It should be a four-pointer. No, absolutely. So, you know, get out and support the Otters, 7.30 Friday uh, at the Don Lock. I might go. I think I'm going to go, too. I've got a lot of hockey planned in the near future, as I've told you. A oh, lot of minor hockey, too. Yes. You're going to come and watch the uh, U13 local leagues? Yes, I am. All I'm right. going to do a little scouting for, for, for all of us. All right. So I'll tell you what. <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> for all of us. But uh, listen, to our listeners, we thank you very much. Um, you know, big Leaf game tonight. Hope they can step up against the Rangers. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care. We'll be back on Friday with the Monster.
Weather on the Bay. The Bay Weather is brought to you by Dara Denture Clinic beside the Algonquin Cafe.